The Internal Revenue Service is now accepting 2020 income tax returns, even though it's still catching up on last year's returns due to pandemic-related delays. IRS spokesperson Luis Garcia says there's a new benefit for teachers who bought personal protective equipment with their own money. And they can include everything from masks to uh, hand uh, sanitizer, soap, tape, paint, chalk uh, to guide social distancing, plexiglass, um, which I know uh, some schools that have opened have quite a bit of plexiglass. Some teachers wanted to give maybe that extra protection in their class and purchased it on their own. Uh, they can deduct that, and they can put that on their on their tax return as a deduction this year as a qualifying expense. And for those who were self-employed in 2020, uh, they can also uh, claim some credits, as I understand. Right. You can claim if you are self-employed and you had to uh, purchase per- personal protection equipment, that is uh, deductible. One of the questions that uh, uh, we often get is not just the people who are uh, employed, but those who are unemployed, um, is the taxability of their unemployment benefits. We've had um, record unemployment because of the pandemic, and uh, a lot of people uh, rightfully tapped into their what they've been paying into, their, their uh, unemployment insurance. Um, but they need to understand that that is taxable income. That is taxable, and you're going to get that 1099-G from the state of Michigan in the mail and use that to file your tax return. And for those who may not have been unemployed and may get a 1099-G anyway, they are the victims of identity theft. And this is becoming an issue uh, actually across the country, not just here in Michigan. So if you get a a mystery 1099-G, you want to make sure that uh, you contact the Michigan Department of Treasury and inform them that somebody has collected uh, unemployment benefits under your name and it's not you. Now, you're not responsible for that. You're the victim of identity theft. But um, you want to make sure that you take care of that as quickly as possible. And go on irs.gov and um, ask for a a personal identification. Or you can actually lock up your, your your tax return with a PIN. Even if you're not a victim and you just feel safer, go ahead and request that PIN and lock that account. What about the impact payments that people got last year? Are those taxable income? And is there a special form that the IRS sends out? If you received uh, an economic impact payment, whether the first or the second in 2020, um, that is not taxable. You don't have to include it on your tax return. Um, you're fine. It's, uh, you received it. You used it, uh, hopefully, to stimulate the economy. Uh, but if you are somebody who did not receive it or did not receive the full amount that you think you should have, perhaps you had a child that you didn't get the full amount for, or it's less than uh, what you were expecting, for people in that boat, we ask that they fill out the recovery, that they claim the recovery rebate credit on their uh, tax return. Let's say you were expecting, uh, because of your income, uh, approximately $1,000 and you only got 500 Well, with the recovery rebate credit, you have to claim it uh, in order for us to do that reconciling. And then you'll get that additional $500 in your tax refund. If someone filed a tax form last year and they either were getting a refund and but haven't received it yet or if they sent a check that hasn't been processed because the IRS is behind like everyone else in getting mail or opening mail what can they do um, we, we ask for people's patience in that in that regard um, but first off you're not going to be penalized for any um, for our issues in um, 
in processing your your return or your payments in a timely manner. So there's no fees. It's not going to affect you in any way in that regard. But um, for those expecting a refund, unfortunately, there's been some delays with mail. There's been delays on the IRS's part. And um, it's one thing to open the uh, the tax returns and uh, open the correspondence. It's another thing to process it. So, uh, you know, we operate in all 50 states, and we operate with the um, – under the provisions of each state's uh, authority in terms of uh, uh, having proper uh, health protocols uh, during the pandemic. So in some cases, uh, we're most cases, we are uh, behind in processing. Uh, the, the mail opening is up to speed. There was a, a point where in the beginning of the summer where we had several semi-trucks in, in our processing centers that were sitting there unopened with unopened mail because there was nobody to open it because nobody could uh, come into work. Um, as the uh, pandemic uh, safety protocols uh, eased up, we were able to get people to do that. Um, but the processing is a bit more complex and a bit more um, hands-on labor intensive, which means we apologize and, and we ask for people's patience and, and the delay that, that uh, they may have in having their, their returns processed, or they may get a notice from the IRS because we have not processed their return, um, where as a, another part of the IRS says, well, hey, we haven't gotten your return. So um, if you have, uh, just uh, be assured that we're, we're doing the best we can with what we have and, and working as, as quickly as possible within the parameters that we're allowed to. So if someone filed their return, they owed money, they sent the check, and it just hasn't been processed yet, but they get a letter from the IRS saying, hey, you haven't paid or filed, is there a way they can verify uh, that their payment has been processed? Sure. Uh, you can go to the irs.gov website, and um, you can uh, open up an online uh, tax account. So basically... You can look at the returns that you filed, what you've paid, what you've received in refunds and so on, uh, right online. So just like you look at your bank account, you can look at your tax account uh, if you open up a, an online account uh, with the IRS. What do we need to know if we're going to have somebody prepare our taxes for us? Make sure you, you're dealing with somebody who's reputable, uh, somebody who uh, is uh, registered with the IRS. And you can go to irs.gov and uh, look at the uh, return preparer uh, credentials and, and qualifications. And you can figure out whether you're dealing with an enrolled agent, somebody who's qualified to represent you before the IRS, uh, a certified public accountant, uh, an attorney, uh, or somebody who's gone through uh, the uh, training uh, to be a, a return preparer. But everybody who does taxes and gets paid for it has what we call a PTIN, a Prepare Tax Identification Number. And by law, paid preparers must sign their returns and include their patent on the return that they file. So if somebody does your taxes and you pay them, they have to sign it and they have to put their patent number.